You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So let's see what we're going to do in the NFL, though. Let's let's turn our attention back to the turf. And I'm not talking about that fake football that we're going to see tomorrow. I know it's real football, but still, it's, it's kind of fake right now. I was going to say, actually, the football we get tomorrow may be better than the product that we get from the Atlanta Falcons. Well, year. hey, Ryan, that, that actually is a great <laughs> point. The quality of football we see tomorrow might be what you see for 17 weeks of the Atlanta Falcons this season. Falcons, of course, made a few changes, specifically at the quarterback position. It's Marcus Mariota's time to shine. Once again, their win total at Bet MGM is a whopping four and a half, minus 105 to the under, minus 115 to the over. So let's just start there. Addition, subtractions all across the board. Team really doesn't have a bunch of hype, but don't tell that to Mark Zeno of 93-9 the game or 92-9 the game Atlanta because he kind of likes this Atlanta team. What are you guys thinking about the over or the under the win total with the Falcons? Ryan, I'll come to you first. So I bet this actually, man. And uh, when I went back and I watched Atlanta last year, I was actually surprised that they went 7-10 and 10, um, because they weren't a good football team no. at, at all, all, man. And I do like Matt Ryan. I think he'll be solid in Indianapolis. He actually had a decent year. He had no offensive line. Um, he had no Calvin Ridley. His best player was a glorified special teams player. And I love Patterson, man. Don't get me wrong, but he should not be your lead back. Yeah, he should not be your lead back. I like Kyle Pitts, but he scored a whopping one touchdown. I would never take a tight end as a top eight pick. Doesn't matter who it is. Even if it was Rob Gronkowski, it's just not. I wouldn't go top ten. Just like I wouldn't take a running back at number two, mm-hmm. New York Giants. Year two for Arthur Smith. Year one without Matt Ryan. I actually really liked Arthur Smith in Tennessee, but he, year one, took over the play calling, obviously, in Atlanta, and he acted like he was still coaching at Tennessee. Like, they ran on first down the second highest rate, only behind Tennessee, who has Derrick Henry, Mm -hmm. who, even after being injured, they still continued to do that. So the play calling is very predictable, but we knew that with Arthur Smith. A lot of play action, even though he didn't really run a whole lot of play action with Matt Ryan, and even when he did, Matt Ryan was only throwing like three yards down the field. A lot of motion. They run the third highest rate in the NFL. So kind of like what Matt LaFleur does there. But... I just don't like this roster. I've never been um, least excited, less excited about a football team. And I'm trying to be nice here because I do like Drake London. I wanted him in the draft, but I wanted him because that's what Green Bay needs, a big, tall receiver. My problem, and you even said this on draft night, Q, when I was like, I need Drake London. I'll name my first son Drake London yeah, Horvath. I remember that. He doesn't create any space, yeah. man. He's just He doesn't have the quickness. He doesn't get open. Everything's yes. a jump ball. <laughs> I did watch some highlight tape of him today going against Casey Hayward, mm-hmm. who I loved eight years ago when he was in Green Bay. Even liked him, you know, a couple of years ago when he was with the Chargers. Last year wasn't very good with the Raiders. He comes over, he becomes their second best defensive back. And I like AJ Terrell, man, but he is one of like one dude that I like in that secondary. Eric Harris is decent. He played 60% of the snaps last season. He was the only returning safety that played over 40% of the snaps. So I'm a little worried about their secondary. I don't really like them up front defensively. And Marcus Mariota 
is a good gadget player if you're bringing him in every once in a while, but he shouldn't be a starting quarterback in the year 2022, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So I think if Atlanta gets off to a slow start, like I expect, they're just going to go all into tank because if you don't believe in Desmond, if you don't believe in Mariota, next year you could get yourself C.J. Stroud if you're bad enough. You could get yourself Bryce Young. You could get Van Dyke. You could get a bunch of these guys. Mm-hmm. Next year has a very deep quarterback class. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Spencer Rattler balls out this year. You know, new situation, mm-hmm. new change of scenery. Yeah. So bad quarterback play, bad offensive line. The offensive line was terrible last year um, and they were healthy last year. That's the other weird thing about Atlanta, man. They actually stayed healthy. They didn't get beat up with injuries and they still weren't a very good team defensively. They went seven and two in one score games. I don't see that happening. They're going to face the 10th most difficult schedule and they have cap problems. They're 56 million in dead cap space because they're still paying Matt Ryan and Julio Jones not to play for him this year. So I took the under four and a half. I think at best this is a four-win team. That's what I saw as well. I think that the issue for me, number one is the offensive line. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last year it finished with the seventh worst pass block win rate and fourth worst run run block win rate and allowed the highest pressure rate. And Matt Ryan, although he's not a particularly mobile quarterback, he can still make throws quickly when he's pressured. I don't know necessarily if I trust Marcus Mariota, even though he is... Is we that Tav required? I don't know. Like I was like, dang, I've been fumbling Mariota's name. Like I don't that. know. I think and you he's... like you said that the other day too, and I was like, I heard it I gotta on... say it right. So I heard it on Mariota. NFL. I heard it on Mariota. NFL Network, and I was like, man, they're really leaning in. He must have, <laughs> while he's been sitting on the bench, been like, can you guys at least get my name right? Guys, while if I'm a starter this here? year, you're gonna be calling my names th- through uh, two weeks every snap offensively for us. You might as well get the the, the tub. Mariota. 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 Like he's great when you bring him in for like one snap yes. to replace Derek Carr. To run like the goal line. Right, exactly. Like as a gadget player. I loved him when him and Jameis, remember when him and Jameis, their first game ever because they went 1-2 in the draft and Mariota beat him. Yep. It was Tampa against yeah, Tennessee, yeah, and he like beat him. And I was like, bright. I was You're like, like yes. finally an Oregon quarterback's going to pan out. No. And then when Herbert was coming out, nobody believed in him because Oregon quarterback. Because of Marcus, yeah. though. That's why. The yeah. schedule's very hard for a team that really shouldn't have won as many games as they did. Yeah. Cordell Patterson kept them in games. He was a really interesting, everyone thought that he was washed, and he might be washed, but he really was kind of an interesting backslash receiver, even with, you know, no Calvin Ridley. He was out there making moves, and of course, they've got uh, Young Waku as well, who... He's their best player. He's probably their best player <laughs> as well. He seriously is. Uh, I like Kyle Pitts. Uh, I, I like-ish Drake London a little bit. I don't know necessarily if I can trust this team. You're talking about New Orleans, loss. L.A. lost, maybe a win in Seattle, ah. maybe a win at home against Carolina. Maybe. We're talking about just toss-ups. These are n- not automatic wins at all. If they win every toss-up, they win four games. Yeah, this yeah. is bad. I'm with both of you guys. I would take the unders. No way on God's green earth. I would take the over on the Atlanta Falcons. Sorry, I wish Zeno. I wish Bet MGM would offer up maybe some new bets. And, and Cam, I'll, I'll make some calls and see if we can add something to our maybe three of the show. We need to only bet on what quarterback will be playing the most snaps under center for the Falcons this year. Everything else is pretty much irrelevant to me. The schedule's terrible. I mean, what, Hayden Hurst, he's gone. I like them. Dude, when he got hurt last year, that they just their offense made no sense. They ran the ball, like I said, the second highest rate on first down it's with Patterson. Yeah. And he had himself a decent year. But come on, man. Like, he's not Derrick Henry, obviously. And so we'll see year two. The problem is on first down, I want them to push the ball down the field on those early downs so Mariota's not facing third and eight because he's yeah. not your classic drop-back quarterback. Mm-hmm. But it's not that's not his game, man. 
No. And maybe they go to Desmond, but I mean, like, come on. And I loved him at Cincinnati, um, except, for, except for when he beat Notre Dame. But like, I would want to evaluate him this year and see if he is an NFL quarterback, kind of like the Texans did last year with Davis Mills. Because if he's not, easy, you just tank the season. I mean, they're going to do that regardless. They're in cap hell. Oh, come on. And then they, you get they a rookie. Walked into the season with Mariota at quarterback. quarterback. They know who they're yeah. going for. Yeah, I mean, exactly. They man. know what this season is about. Dog. Exactly. And I feel bad for Arthur Smith because the shelf life for some of these NFL coaches, it used to be like you got to pass like your first three years. We don't see that anymore. Now well, guys get Arthur's canned right year, away, right? man. This is yeah, second. this is year two. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine, though. He'll be well if he's got to display at least some sort of competence. But I think we all know, like when he steps into that position and he gets freaking Matt Ryan, it's like, hey, buddy, this is not like the greatest situation. You come in this year yeah. with Mariota and you're feeling good about that. You draft Desmond Ritter. I think next year, of course, we see a, a quarterback competition between Ritter and then yeah. fill in top tier prospect that the quarterback position come out of college here. Um, Who's this, your best this is, player? This is all about next year. I would even, I would literally, when I, Kyle Pitts, but Kyle Pitts is definitely the best player. They, you know what? And they, they never, like, anytime I draft anybody in fantasy, this is just like historically, even, it doesn't matter who the play caller is. And I thought, all right, I mean, when Julio was a fantasy, w- w- like, with fantasy god, um, they never Man. did anything with him in the red zone after Kyle Shanahan left. Mm-hmm. And that's what worried me a little bit about Kyle Pitts. Even with Arthur Miller taking over, and that's what you expected. You expected that offense to improve, even with Matt Ryan and a terrible offensive line. Mm-hmm. The problem was losing Calvin Ridley. Yeah. And he wasn't going to play even before the suspension, as you remember, because of the mental health stuff. He was mm-hmm. sitting out the year regardless. So it was just one awful thing after one awful thing. Not a great defense. I mean, they actually overperformed, I thought, winning seven games. Yes. They had a shot actually to sneak into the playoffs yes. as a wild card team. Yeah. And uh, I believe in Cordo Patterson now, man. Like, I, I, of course, like everybody else, when you just see what he's done since he's been in the league, you're like, he's a specialist. He's he's a, he's a gadget I guy. I like him a lot. But last year, I mean, specifically, you look at the second half of the season, when every defense went up against the Atlanta Falcons, there was pretty much only one game plan. It's just stop Cordell Patterson. Yeah. It's not like Kyle Pitts is going to get the ball. He doesn't even know what position he likes to play. Matt Ryan's old. Yeah. No weapons out there. Just stop Cordell Patterson. And they couldn't. They literally couldn't. Could he not. ran his way into a Pro Bowl appearance, ran his way into a, a to, into a bag this offseason, and now possibly a feature back. But I think he added a ton of life expectancy to his career uh, with that move to, I guess, officially a running back or whatever you want to call it. Debo was making things sexy out here. Yeah, yeah you, now you can if, do everything. Now if they use Debo like a back, ATH. they have to pay him like a running back, too. It's just like you look at the schedule, too, and historically Atlanta's a really tough place to play in the Dome. But, man, the Saints are going to go in there with that defense, I think, and beat up on them. Oh, I hope, because for them to go over eight and a half wins, I'm counting both against Atlanta. The Rams, like Trista said, the Seahawks, I guess, is a toss-up, but they have to go into Seattle with the 12s, and that's a tough place to play. And I don't know if Drew Locke's going to be any good, but I know Geno's right behind him, and I don't know if he's going to be any good, but I know their skill position players are really good. They still have DK. Mm -hmm. Uh, They obviously lose Chris Carson, which it sucks that he had to retire so young. They have Tyler Lockett. Um, I actually like Seattle's roster a lot more. Then they get the Browns without Deshaun. At least for six games, but still, uh, that's a very talented roster. Probably the top five roster in the They're NFL. They're gonna even run it them. down their throats. Tampa, yeah, man. 49ers, the Bengals, under four and a half is my favorite bet on the board here. Yeah. You need something like the Atlanta Falcons to start four and don't you? Four and Yeah, I know what you need. I, you need you need those forty I to got, one odds. I got I got what you need. I got what you need. You you want those forty to one odds for the Atlanta Falcons to start four and this season. Definitely don't. There are a couple things I like. Okay, but. so you Probably are interested in them starting 0 and 4 plus 225, or you're probably interested in them going 17 and 0 because you can bet that at BetMGM as well. Those odds 
I lost the 17 and 0. I see the 0 and 17. I don't see the 17 uh, and 0. 17 and 0 for Atlanta, which would never happen. That would be that's actually off the it's board. It's off the board. Yeah, so yeah, hey, a lot of people interested in that prop. Mm-hmm. So you know the good old fashioned King of Sportsbooks had to take the it only, off the board. The only sports book. But one thing they did leave up there is is something that you know is kind of more in their range. The Falcons to go 0 and 17. The first team ever to do it. Yeah. No teams ever went 0 and 17. 35 to 1 odds for the Falcons to go 0 and 17. And then, of course, you got the make and miss playoff prop that you can bet at BetMGM for the Falcons to make the postseason. 7 to 1 odds. That's the value you get. For them to miss the playoffs, you, hey, take all the money I need you own. Better, I need better odds than that. Yeah. Minus 1,100 for them to miss the postseason. When you look at all these plays, can't make cover or miss. all eleven hundred dollars to make a hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's a five star play. <laughs> make or miss postseason stage of elimination. Start four and zero, zero and four, seventeen and zero, or or zero and seventeen. Where do you go first? I mean, I think we're all going to be. There's two bets for all of us, right? They're going to start zero and four. We would assume maybe they start one and four, Dang, but Seattle. I think if you're making a bet, man, I mean, they're going to most likely lose to the Saints, even though they do get that game in Atlanta, Week One. Always, always crazy. Who knows? Maybe they come out there and they run the triple option with Marcus Mariota. Maybe Warwick Dunn jumps out there. Uh, <laughs> Warwick maybe, Dunn can still go. Have you seen him? Yeah, maybe Jamal Anderson comes back. Looks they do good. the Dirty Bird. But uh, I think they're going to lose that game. I think they're going to get demolished by the Rams. I The toss-up is Seattle, but that game's in Seattle, and I would lean Seattle. So I would look at 0-4 for Atlanta, and that number is 225. plus 225. And then uh, 0-17 I do think is possible. Like, let's look at the possible wins for them. They're not favored in any games this year. There might be a couple pick situations because they do get the Chicago Bears, but they do get the Bears at home. But... um. Man, as bad as that receiver room is, I believe in Justin Fields enough that I would whoa, still. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, you believe in him? I don't know. You believe I, I in like him Justin enough? Fields. I like, yet. I like Justin it. Fields. I like Roquan Smith. I like the Bears roster more mm-hmm. than I like Atlanta's. Other you like Kyle Roquan Pence. Smith? I don't like Roquan Smith. I like, I like him more than I like anybody. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I like AJ Terrell. Um, yeah, man. And then some other toss-ups like the Steelers. Mike Tomlin is not losing to this Atlanta team. No. You wouldn't think. Bro, Tomlin will play quarterback <laughs> illegally before he lets like, that organization lose who, to the Falcons. Who else scares you? You got Seattle. And I think you could say the only game is a is a game like New Orleans at New Orleans, considering that we saw them lose like three quarterbacks in a row. Yeah. And we had uh, Ian Book out there. Yeah, yeah. And so if they end up getting like an Ian Book situation, so that's the only random. It's one of those random situations where we can't yeah. really foresee it. But I can see it happening where there's a fourth, third, fourth string quarterback. They've punted on the year. Falcons are trying hard just to win a game. What game that is, I don't know. But I love 0-4. Plus- I love 0-4 plus 225. Would love three to one. And they got Andy Dalton in uh as the Saints backup quarterback this year. Oh, yes. Owen 17 is 35 to 1, though. So even if you just want to make a little sprinkle if you really hate Atlanta, I'd be fine with that. But then again, we had Mark Zinno on. He resides in Atlanta. He said he kind of likes the over four and a half. This is like an Alan Bell scenario. I played the under though. <laughs> is Zinno the next Alan Bell of Bet MGM tonight? The, the other thing I would look at really quickly, uh Atlanta to lose all six division games is five to one. You would figure the Tampa Bay. Well, that's I mean, the, the next end, segment. That's the end, oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. It's easy to get there after you're know, talking about you're a team being like, trash. Yeah. And like, oh, they also can lose all six games. And they're also right beside each other on the yeah. Yeah. They are. That's the that's the tricky that's part. The that's tricky. what got me last night, too. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Um, yeah, so that would be my bet probably 0-4, 0-17, even bad teams. I mean, win one game, two games in the NFL. There's still a bunch of pros out there. They still do have some talent. Arthur Smith, if he goes 0-17, is probably getting fired. He probably won't get to coach his next quarterback. Um, yeah, he can't go 0-17. We vouched for him a little bit too, bro. You can't go 0-17. You so, got to squeak out a couple victories of Mariota in the Yeah. Boys. You so, can't lose to Chicago. No, no. So 0-4 would be my pick, though. And then we just... Right. You know, maybe uh, they're zero and three, and then we just got to bet on uh, we got to bet on them against Seattle as a little hedge. So if I had to make a play, that'd be it. All right, that's pretty straightforward. Tristan, anything you want to add to the four and zero, zero and four conversation? Zero and four, I like a lot. Zero and four as well. Yep. How do you feel about the zero and seventeen thing? I just don't see that happening because you're talking about a Falcons team that won seven games with, you know, I guess less weapons than they have now. Right, you add Drake London, you get another year of development from Kyle Pitts. You have to really believe that Marcus Mariota is is seven games worse than uh, 
than my man <laughs> Matt Ryan in order yeah. to take that. I, and and I would want like forty to one for them to go because this is like a historic number Man. to to literally be the the Cleveland Browns of twenty twenty two the old school you know like yeah. toilet bowl type stuff I couldn't do it. The thing is, you guys, tenth most difficult schedule. All their wins, all seven of those, were by a touchdown or less. And now you lose Matt Ryan. They were minus one hundred and forty six in point differential. They're bad. Yes. And then on the defensive side of the ball, who do you like other than AJ? And then. I'm trying to think of who else I really... I like Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett is still a really good defensive tackle. Casey Hayward, three years ago, had a really good year. He's another year older, Ca- man. I still love Casey Hayward. I feel like he's never going to get old until I, he's old. He's I, already old. I'll always love him. One year, he led my team in interceptions, and then for some reason, they didn't want to pay him. He kept having concussions. Had a really good year, a couple of really good years in San Diego with the Chargers, or Los Angeles, I guess. Uh, and then last year with the Raiders, he was all right. But I just I think they're going to struggle this year, so that'd be my bet. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you guys. I like the 0-4 start as well. Um, I was looking at this in comparison to the team we talked about last night, the uh, Jets, for the Falcons to go 0-17. Remember the Jets' odds were 66-1, to mm-hmm. I believe, to go 0-17, or at least 60-1. to Yeah. Uh, you'd see a 35-1 to now with Atlanta. So, hey, I and we liked the Jets' roster. We liked what they, they did. We even kind of like Zach Wilson, even though we don't quite know if he's really good or going to be really good or not. But we still... Had a good feeling about the Jets team, but that schedule was crazy, and they're still 66-1 to to lose every single game. And I feel like I see more losses on the Jets schedule than I do on the Falcons schedule. And, they yeah. have and the Falcons have, the, the, yeah, right about to say, the Jets have talent. The Falcons don't have as much talent like, as the Jets do for I, certain. I thought the Drake London pick, and I liked Drake London for Green Bay, I thought that was the dumbest pick that Atlanta could have possibly made because, I mean... I get it. You need wide receiver help because your best receiver is not playing this year. But look at all the needs they have on both sides so of the ball. Much. And you go with a wide receiver when you don't even know who your quarterback, quarterback of the future is. You know, I, I just it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. And they're in cap hell. They're paying Matt Ryan and Julio Jones this year not to play football. Now, does, does does Julio and, and Matt Ryan's numbers come off the book after this season? I think they got one more year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you don't just I think take Julio tra- comes off the board. I don't know why you don't just take Charles Cross at that point. Exactly. Right? You need an offensive line. Your offensive line was absolutely atrocious. Or try to get someone like Jordan Davis. That was a steal from Georgia. He was nasty. He yeah. went 13th. But that's why I'm I believe even more in the the uh goal of Atlanta to be to tank the season out. Because it just screams out Cincinnati Bengals, but but worse, hey. We are just going to draft the best skill position guys that we can see on the board because eventually we're just going to put a rookie contract quarterback beside him. And hopefully that offense can be so prolific that, you know, everything else would handle itself. And when you look at this draft class, there's really no reason to to do anything else. I mean, there is a reason to do other things, but building up a prolific offense with top tier elite weapons is something that you want to do when you possibly can get a a CJ Stroud or... Uh, a Bryce yeah. or a, Van a franchise changing yeah, quarterback. Yeah, franchise changing quarterback. So, yeah, when you're... I don't hate the pick, but also, I mean, I hate it because I, it's it was stupid. But then again, it's smart if you really think about it in principle. If they're really tanking, which I think it is. Also, it, did we say under four and a half wins? Yes. Yeah, and, 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 and I get what Arthur Smith is doing with the pick because he's looking at a big, tall receiver who, yeah, he doesn't create a whole lot of separation, but he's going to run a lot of slants. You know, who, you know who that reminds me of? AJ Brown too. Oh, AJ Brown. You know, yeah. in, in the in the Tennessee offense yeah, yeah, for Arthur yeah. Smith. But that's the problem. He wants to run what they were running in Tennessee. He doesn't have Derrick Henry. There's not another yeah, Derrick Henry, and we're not going to see one for a long you're time. You're not going to have those types of pieces. I'm sorry. Right. Right, no. And so, um, yeah, yeah, man, I I think in two years, Arthur Smith's going to be calling plays again somewhere, but he's not going to be a head coach. He'll probably be calling plays for Nick Saban or something. Yeah. Although, usually, you got to get a DUI to get that job. <laughs> that is a pre- that is, it is a prerequisite. But, um, 
check, check the check. No, the that's tape. check the tape. I that's facts. I don't, I don't think Sark got a DUI, but I think he had he got himself in some trouble. So did Lane. They don't call him Sark after dark for nothing. Exactly. Well, uh, that's pretty. Nothing dark. good happens after dark. <laughs> nothing except for Sark. And, uh, and, yeah, and, and Bill O'Brien. No, Sark, no, Sark, Sark has a DUI. Does he got one? So, Bill O'Brien does. I meant Bill O'Brien doesn't have one. He just lost his damn mind. And, uh, Sark lost his job due to alcohol abuse. He had to undergo both career, career and personal rehab. And now is the second chance as the 31st head coach at Texas. Nick Saban is a, is a beautiful man because every year he's going, every other year he's going to win a national title and he always just finds guys down and out on their luck and turns them into his play caller. He was also mixing it with medication. Game. Just a little heads up. Oh, Never wow. do that. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't do don't that. Don't do that. Have a game plan. You think Saban is a, a drinker? No. I don't think so. He, no? just dr- he drinks the blood of his opponents. <laughs> Yeah, he's I, I Jimbo's gonna that. find out this year. You don't think I he's can a see him having like no. dead, he dead like bodies. A scotch he... or anything? Just old fashioned. I'm not like gonna a do it. No, man. He probably don't sleep. He's I'm a, actually. I'm, I'm be the one that asks him every single day. Do you drink, Nick Saban? He's like, so quit asking. You know, I don't yeah, drink. So quit asking. You know how I know he's gonna be. The, yeah, he gonna quit be awesome? drinking. Do you see how happy he was at Media Day? He was. He was real chill at Media Day. That's he's been scary. sober since 2007. Me too. What are the, Time to bet it all. What are the odds that you're betting the Falcons <laughs> to win or lose all home games this year? The Falcons to win or lose all home games. For them to lose all home games, 12 to 1 odds. For them to win all of their home games, 150 to 1 odds I'm in. there. Uh, Falcons also to win all their road games, 200 to 1 odds. For them to lose all their road games is sitting there at plus 375. And last but not least, for them to lose all six division games. Five to one odds for them to win all six division games. That's eighty to one odds you get right now at the King of Sportsbook. So I kind of like the uh, to lose all six division games because okay, so I'm really high on the Saints. I don't know if I've told you guys that a million times. Them and the Utah Utes in college football are like my two teams. Where I'm going to be poor if they don't both win nine games this year. So I like the Saints to beat Atlanta twice. I like Tampa to beat Atlanta twice. There's a reason why Tampa's minus 300 to win that division, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then the wild card ends up having to be the uh, Carolina Panthers. But you look at that roster, man, and I saw some footage of Baker Mayfield and Robbie Anderson today that got me a little excited. We no, know Robbie Anderson will be healthy a whopping three days. Stop it, but Brian. Stop. I like Carolina has a much better roster than Atlanta, man. Yes, they do. Okay, For even sure. if you hate Baker Mayfield, yeah, 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 they do. you but, have to like you, Marvin. Any Baker talk from you positively towards my direction <laughs> is now automatically rejected because of what you did to me last I year. I like Sam Darnold more than I like uh, Marcus Mariota, and I don't like Sam Darnold at all, and I may even like uh, Matt Corral better. I don't know yet. But I would probably pick them to lose all six division games. And then I kind of like them to lose every single road game. There is a little bit of a home field advantage for Atlanta in Atlanta. So um, you look at the road schedule, man. They get the Rams week two. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the defending Super Bowl champs. Buccaneers. They go into Seattle. Um, mm. Like you said, yes, Tampa. They go to into Tampa. They go into Cincinnati, who played yeah. in the Super Bowl last year. Even if there is going to be a regression, they should beat up on Atlanta. Um they go also to Carolina. go. Yep, they go to Carolina. Uh, they go to Washington, right down the street. Mm-hmm. Well, that should field. be a, that should be a W. That would be the worst game of the year, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't go watch. into Baltimore. They go into New Orleans, and I I I don't think there's a winnable game. So I would go to lose every road game to lose all six division games if I was going to place a bet on Atlanta in this market. I don't know about you guys. To lose all road games is only plus 375. That's the thing. I would want a little bit better of a price just because, I mean, these are NFL teams. And, uh, I mean, you know, there are there are some dudes out there. There are There, there is Kyle Pitts out pride. there. There's pride. There's pride out there. There is Drake London there. out there. There is A.J. Terrell there out there. There is Marcus Mariota the out there. Hell yeah. Mariota. Mariota. 
I don't even know if it is. Allegedly. I don't know. I kind of like it like that. I though. like the, yeah, me too. It's more fun. I like the 0 and 4. I like the division games. I like all six division games at 5 to 1. That's better value, isn't it? Yeah. I guess you're thinking to yourself, are you going to beat Carolina? Are you going to lose to Carolina twice at home and on the road? That's the thing that really matters the most. I don't think they beat the Bucks whatsoever. I don't think they beat uh, the Saints at all. It's just Carolina. Carolina's got a better squad. I think that's the only value for me on the board here. Yeah, Matt Rule loses to Atlanta, even on the road. I think he should be fired immediately. Seriously, I really yeah. do think that. You know, and, and uh, I, 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 if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy defensively, they still have some dudes. They got Brian Burns there. They hit the secondary in the draft. Yeah, I, I like Carolina a lot more. I think that is the bet, and you're getting five to one odds which is better odds than them to lose every road game. Then you don't have to cheer against them eight, nine games. I like that play. What about every home game? I know that it's much more difficult, but that's 12 to 1. I'm like trying to think of even, I'm looking at a home game that, that is winnable. They get the 49ers at home. That's a, that's an L. Uh, they do get the Bears the, at home. They get so, the so, Browns. So the, so... so the Bears, that's a pick them right there. And yeah. then the Steelers will probably be close to a pick. All so right, okay, so you're teams. talking about two games It is 12 to 1. So you're getting... Two toss-up games, and you're getting 12-to-1 value. <laughs> to me, I kind of love that. And you could just take them with the points in those yes. games because right now they're picks, but they could be like two-and-a-half, three-point dogs yeah. in that game. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. All I've done is under four-and-a-half, and I really do like that bet. I think that's the lowest win total I've ever actually went under on. Four-and-a-half? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. usually I'm like, ah, it's the I've... NFL. Yeah. I can see this team winning five games. But with this team, I mean, this is a team that should just go full in to tank. Well, let's play their, devil's advocate really quickly because I don't want to, I don't want all the segments that we have just to be, this evening to be about how bad the Atlanta Falcons are and how we will never take them because there are some, there is someone out there who might want to jump in on the Falcons who does believe in the Falcons. They're looking for at least an argument for the Falcons. I don't think we presented that for this team all night long. So does anybody have anything nice to say? Sure, I have some things. About so Atlanta. I, I, Real nice I things. things. No, Real I nice too. things. I think Cordell Patterson is one of the more interesting, versatile, half-back, half-receiver kind of a guy. Like, he's winning games not only on punt returns. He's a good special teams player. He's really elusive. You can use him in a bunch of different ways. I think he makes life easier for Marcus Mariota. That's going to be huge for him. If Kyle Pitts becomes like a baby Darren Waller or, um, you know, like a Travis Kelsey or even well, I mean, he should be. I mean, he was a yeah, top five pick. Who yeah. He is. yeah, he's he he's in, that's yeah. his ilk, right? Yeah. And so you're talking about a guy who could change the game with his blocking and his pass catching ability alone. And then you say, well, maybe Drake London just comes out and becomes, even though he doesn't get a ton of separation, maybe he becomes someone who surprises like Justin Jefferson surprised. That's he, a big uh, if he's he a big sh- body, yeah. and you know maybe he becomes unguardable, mm-hmm. and maybe Marcus Mariota has. Has learned and evolved from Derek Carr. Him, yeah. Who knows? Like maybe he's gotten better. Maybe he sees the game easier. We know he's got skills in terms of his body, in terms of the throws that he can make. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is processing speed and you know his his mental side of things. So you know maybe this Arthur Smith offensive system, which Marcus Mariota thrived in at one point in time before in Tennessee, maybe he maybe he finds his way. Yeah, you know I, I could. I, That's my argument. Like as far yeah, as I, I like it, I like it. I, I would sell... love to see really quickly, Brian. Yeah. I'm sorry. I would love to see Drake London just be like a dude. And also, I would like to see. I I don't think Mary was a great quarterback or a good quarterback, but I want to see him have some success. It'd be nice to see them be frisky. 
Yeah. I mean, they won a bunch of close games last year. So you could say, I mean, it's, it's hard to have that luck two years in a row, I know. But let's say they're actually able to build a run game that Arthur Smith's offense takes off and they're able to actually run for three to four yards on first down. They're not facing third and eight, third and seven, you know, and they get like anything from the play action pass with Marcus Mariota and Drake London. I mean, the problem is they can't score in the red zone and now you have a big red zone target. So even if he's not going to create separation, he's going to win some jump balls. So I think he could have a big year. He averaged almost 100 yards per game at USC. And then A.J. Terrell's really good, so let's say that maybe the defense improves. They're able to run the football. I think they could stay in some games and maybe pull off some upsets because they have a really good field goal kicker. He went 13-14 last year. 13-14 over 50 yards. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to sell them on this year, but it's easy to sell Atlanta on, hey, man, like things can't get any worse. Eventually, Julio and Matt Ryan will be off the books, and if you get a quarterback, you have some really nice pieces. And You're you going to get Calvin, Calvin Ridley, Ridley back. back. And Drake London. Jinx. Jinx. And, and Kyle Pitts. And defensively, like that's where you should add next year after you take your quarterback in the first round. If they even have to take a, because there's the other thing you could sell them on, man. You don't know. You might have your quarterback of the future that you got in the third round, fourth round, wherever he was taken. So who knows? I mean, nobody knew that Russell Wilson was going to be that great his rookie year in Seattle. Their win total was like four and a half, five games. They spent all that money on Matt Flynn, who was the Packers' backup quarterback. Russell Wilson beat him out in the regular season. They finished below 500, but they still went to the playoffs, and that's when we uh, that's when beast mode really took off because you know they won that playoff game even though they were what that year like seven and eight or something. Yeah, yeah, that was ugly. Or wait, uh, seven, seven and nine. nine. Yeah, geez, yeah. math. Quick math. math. The 17 games messes me up now. I know this is a. I appreciate both of you for going in like that because um, when you ask somebody to say something nice about somebody else and. The other person brings up the field goal kicker, even though it's a really good <laughs> field goal kicker. That's when you know you're like, you're pulling some strings.